Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. Normally I talk about um, personal injury because that's the podcast, but today, thanks to COVID-19, I have my wife here who is a triple board certified physician. She's a cancer specialist and so on and so forth, but it's her first time recording, so we figured that we would just talk about something she likes to talk about which is running. So my wife is Lisa Kallenbach. She is here, and she is a very serious uh, recreational runner, I would say. So say hi. Hi. (laughs) So why don't you tell us about your most recent race? My most recent race was the Philadelphia Marathon in the fall of 2019. Um, It was a, oh, sorry, it was fall of 2018. Uh, It was a Boston qualifier, and I was running with a good friend of mine to make sure that he qualified for Boston as well, because that's a race we like to run together. Um, But now Boston has been postponed until September 14th, 2020. So what's the big deal about Boston? Why is it a big deal to qualify for Boston? Well, Boston Marathon is one of the oldest marathons in America, and it is a... privilege to be able to run with the um, fantastic field of runners that participate in that race. Uh, The qualifying times uh, make it so that people are much faster than in your typical marathon. Um, And even even at the end of the race, people are passing you and, you know, still looking really, really strong. It's just a great field of runners and and a great course, although very, very challenging. So why did you have to help someone qualify? Like, why are you helping a guy qualify? Why can't he qualify himself? Oh, he can completely qualify himself. He just, um, uh, it's, so, it's always helpful to have someone there to sort of egg you on and keep you going and keep the motivation there. And, and that's why that was my role. All right. So that was like a year and a half ago. So what's been, why haven't you been running races in the past year and a half? Hmm. Uh, why have I not been running races? Let me think about that. What about the boot? Oh, yeah, I was injured. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, so Lisa is now 51, like I am, and for her whole running career that I've known her, 20-plus years, there was no injury, and that was the secret to Lisa's running, and all of a sudden, past injuries. 50, and what's going on? So tell, <laughs> tell everyone about your running injuries. Oh, my goodness. They're one after another. Um, let's see. The f- uh, I had my foot in a boot... Uh, for six weeks because I tore my plantar fascia and that tore it in May but I didn't really do anything about it till September because I was figuring I could fix it myself which is a very typical runner mentality and doctor mentality um, and the combination was deadly and delayed treatment for six months um, so I took care of that I swam through that and did a little bit of yoga and then uh, recovered got back to running was ecstatic and then developed a glute hamstring tendinopathy for which I am currently in physical therapy. Although again, due to COVID-19, I'm doing the exercises on my own. So does being a doctor help you treat yourself? It sounds like it delays treatment. I would say overall being a doctor, it does not do good things for your health because (laughs) we don't make time for ourselves. We think everything is fine until it's really not fine. Um, yeah, I don't think it's good for your health to do. So what about, a lot of my clients are people who have 
physical injuries, like they broke this or they hurt their back. Mm-hmm. And so what's your, what's been your experience for the past year, both positive and negative about recovering from injuries? So the positive is that if you do seek attention quickly um, and you follow the prescribed um, recovery exercises or whatever program is, is uh, suggested for you, that you do get better, you do recover. Um, I think it's challenging your patience and, and a lot of different um, psychological things because you're used to recovering quickly from things and some things take longer to recover. Um, so I think it's a lot about being patient with yourself and sticking to the program and trusting that it will work. All right, so here's the, and now the downside is what I hear from both a lot of people and from Lisa over time is, so what's the bad dark dark side of, of not being able to do your normal life or your normal exercise? So what does that look like? Well, for me, <clears throat> I realized how much exercise improves my mental health, gets me outdoors. Um, for me, running is also my uh, social thing because I run with a group of people most days. Um, so for me, it was a little bit isolating socially to not be running. Um, and it was just hard not being outside. So I walked the dogs more to get outside. But um, I think it makes you realize what's important to you too, you know, that the investment in getting better and having your health back is huge. Um, it's so important because feeling feeling sub sub yourself is uh, just makes you feel old and makes you feel like getting older is going to be difficult. But if you have your health, it'll be fine. All right. So here's something that I say to a lot of people a lot of times, and Lisa always accuses me of being a fake doctor, um, and I am a fake doctor. <laughs> But so I tell people all the time that there is a lot of medical research that you should take your pain medication or try and reduce pain because pain is shown in medical literature to um, delay healing, delay feeling better. So I was curious if there's any basis to what I tell people. So I so people call me all the time and they are in a lot of pain. So what do you say to people who say, I don't want pain medication or I'm afraid of doctors? Um, I feel that, so pain does trigger an inflammatory state. Uh, it does raise your blood pressure. Um, it does physical, it does cause physical changes that are detrimental. I think there is real value to addressing pain. I don't always think you need narcotics to treat pain. You can certainly start with Tylenol and, and Advil if your stomach can handle it. Um, but I do think that doing things to alleviate the pain uh, is, is important. Um, but I don't know that, that it means you need to go get a prescription for narcotics at all. So, you know, what do you say to someone who's, <clears throat> you know, been prescribed pain medication for back pain and they're not sleeping well and so on and so forth? Is it okay for them to just take the Flexerol and, or, or should they tough it out? Is that every patient's different type doctor response? Yeah, I think every patient is different. <laughs> every patient's different. Every patient's pain is different. 
and and there are certainly degrees of pain. So it's it's very different. And I should take this opportunity to say this is not legal advice, and it's definitely not medical advice. Correct. So consult your own personal physician and your own personal lawyer. But all right, so I think that's enough. Lisa will be here with us all week talking about uh, doctor stuff and trying to make Doctor Newworth me a little bit less uh, making stuff up. So anyway, that's been Ask Andy. I hope you have a great day cooped up at home, hopefully socially avoiding and socially distancing. Take care. Thank you for listening.